0: Today we have various examples and St. John, in his first letter of St. John, is writing to specific, he says, to men, children, young adults, fathers, and he's commending them, he's praising them, because God and what is of God is the center of their attention. They are being consumed by God, whether it be his word, whether it be their their obedience, whatever it is, God is the primary reality in their life. And he's commending them. And that produces a beautiful fruit. They have ceased to love the world. And the world, to St. John, is anything and everything that opposes the will of God. Anything and everything that takes our eyes off the Lord. That is the presence of the enemy in the world. Now, obviously, not everything of the world is horrendous. There's many good things, nature, sunsets, beautiful things. But today, our airwaves, whether they be through the Internet, through TV, one object, the enemy uses it. Two, one goal. Take our eyes off the Lord to be preoccupied with persons, places, things, events. COVID, whatever it is. So that will become bigger than God. That's the work of the enemy in the world. Okay? And we have to protect our senses from that. To be filled by God. Because God is a lot bigger. He's infinite. And then he gives, at the very end of this text, a beautiful advice that those who abide forever, those who are saved, they're focused on knowing and doing the will of God. This is another way of quoting what it says in Matthew seven twenty one: Not all those who say, Lord, Lord, shall inherit the kingdom of God, but those who do the will of my Father. So, most of the stuff we deal with that takes our eyes off the Lord has to do with interior stuff. And I would recommend... Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 to 9. Paul will give some beautiful advice. So what is it that we need to fill our minds with? He says, finally, brethren, whatever is true, objectively true, whatever is honorable, whatever brings honor, whatever is just, But just, not just justice to the world, but we owe God justice. We owe him obedience. We owe him praise. We owe him worship. We owe him. We owe it to him, adoration. And that protects our interior state. Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, beautiful, which is another word for glorious, whatever is gracious, he says, think about these things. So, In our day, we are being stuffed, attacked by so many things. And then the fruit is we become an instrument where God speaks through us, acts through us with more freedom. And we have the example of Anna. She's a woman that has been devoted, deeply committed to adoring God in the temple and praising him. And she's, she's called by God. She's a woman up in years. She was a, a, a widow for a long time. And through her, just like what happens through Elizabeth or Our Lady or John the Baptist, even in the womb, God acts. There's nothing more satisfying than experiencing the presence of God active. There's two options. Either it's the Holy Spirit or the evil spirit or myself. Three options, excuse me. So if I'm allowing God to fill me and he's acting, there will be a satisfaction, a zeal, an enjoyment to your deepest longings. Going back to what Teresa of Avila says, God alone suffices. Let me recommend a beautiful book. It's called In the School of the Holy Spirit by Father Jacques Philippe. That will give you a beautiful uh, teaching on how to be led by the Holy Spirit. Because the more we are led by the Holy Spirit, the more we say yes to his inspirations, that opens up our whole being to be inspired by heaven, by heaven's activity. Because we need to know What is happening in me? Who is the one inspiring me to speak, to think? Are these these thoughts of Almighty God? God wants to share his very thoughts. Sometimes it's directly or sometimes it's through angels. But you can guarantee it. He wants to work through you and live in you. He wants to be a living presence in you. And then when we become that, we begin to give what? Inspiration. God, not just uh, Anna, not just John the Baptist or the saints, you are meant to be a sign of hope, of love, of peace. That God begins to speak through you, act in you, live in you in a way. And when this begins to happen, you speak words of love, wisdom, wisdom, Guidance of the Holy Spirit, literally, if we had x-ray vision, we would see darkness flee. Darkness flee. Okay? So, we are meant to be a piece of heaven on earth. If you're speaking words inspired by the Holy Spirit, just like Anna was, guess what? And if you're thinking thoughts that bring life, joy, peace, encouragement, hope in your heart, guess what? You're going to be a presence of light in the world and darkness will scatter. It doesn't take much for darkness to scatter. Darkness is really afraid of light. You need to know that. The enemy is afraid of light, is afraid of truth. Okay? The enemy are cowards. Satan is a coward. And all you have to do is turn on the light, and you, by being inspired by the grace of God, because God's going to be speaking, God's going to be acting. He wants to fill you with himself in a way that you have no idea to what degree. So I'm recommending that book, okay? Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death, amen. And finally, I don't care what we're going through, God is close. God is close to you. And you are precious in the eyes of God. And he doesn't want you or I or anybody to face anything that takes away our peace, our joy, our hope, our love. In a vision of heaven, he doesn't want you to face it alone. He has eyes for no one else but for you.